If you feel that life is just getting you more than you can handle, please realize that you are not alone. Welcome to Abba Daddy House Girls Speak Out with your hosts, the founders of Abba Daddy House, Myrna Thatcher and Annette Smith. We're here to listen and provide help for you and others. At last, you have a place to speak out and be heard. Now, here are your hosts, Annette and Myrna. Hello, I'm Myrna. Hello, I'm Annette. And? I'm William. (laughs) (laughs) And what are we doing today? Well, we're just going to say hello first, and we're going to thank Grangeville Christian Church for allowing us to use their internet. And we are for sure, for sure going to say this disclaimer. I just shook my head. The opinion stated on today's program is not necessarily the beliefs of or the opinions of Grangeville Christian Church or Abba Daddy House Girls, okay? Because we are going to have a little bit of a controversy here today. But first, Annette has to do her thing. Yes, I have to tell everybody out there in Facebook land that we appreciate any donations they have sent or what they're going to send. And we want to let them know that we have godgirl7.com where they can go to send donations. Or we have abadaddygirls.com where they can go to send donations. Which is our our website. It's our website. Uh But we have a, isn't it a button that's on Mm -hmm. there? They can go a donation Mm -hmm. button. And Voice America has AbadaddyGirls.live with a button mm-hmm. that they can go to to donate. And even a penny would help. We don't, we don't squabble over anything. And the Bible says that the lady, the woman that put even a penny in mm-hmm. or two pennies in gave more than anyone else. That's because right. That's, she gave what she could afford. Mm-hmm. And that's the way we feel. Just anything you can afford to help us out to stay on the air. We appreciate. That's right. Thank you very much. All right. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk about superstition versus Christianity. Okay. I am representing superstition. I am representing Christianity. And I'm going to be the referee to sit in between these two. Yeah, I just hope he doesn't get any scars from our boxing. You know, pow. <laughs> yeah, Annette can only box. Well, actually, it's my good hair. <laughs> <laughs> we can do this, and we're going to do this, okay? And so, our referee will tell us if we're hitting. If we're going to talk about if they're going to be going hitting below the belt or any low belows or anything going on like that. So okay. we'll try to keep it an even and fair fight, ladies. Oh, shucks. It's got to be fair. Yes. I guess when if I'm a Christian, I have to be fair. So I don't have to be fair, right? Well, it depends on what your superstition is. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, I'm going to give you a definition of superstition, this Christianity person over there. Okay. Because you fit in because you believe in supernatural forces, right? I believe only in one supernatural natural force, and that's God. Well, I believe in three in one, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Okay, but you still believe in supernatural forces? Well, yeah, three. Okay, okay, because those supernatural forces actually influence unpredictable factors. Oh, he's very predictable. No, 
Oh, well, God is. He's wrote it all out in a big book, and you can know what God's going to do. Well, and he doesn't do you know change. He's the same today okay. and yesterday. So how do you know what he's going to do tomorrow? Because he's told us. What, so what's he going to do tomorrow? Tell me one thing he's going to do tomorrow. Well, he died for our sins. That was not to tomorrow. save us. He's going to do that tomorrow. He does that today, and he'll do it for every he's day. He's going to die tomorrow? He died on the cross a long time ago. Oh, okay. And if you ask him to forgive you, you know what? He'll die tomorrow for you, too. Okay. Well, I'm going to throw out a, um, let me see. Actually. You're trying to trip me up, aren't you? Oh, just wait. Just wait. Just wait. Okay. So do you know that engaging, and I've done my research, you know, and everything's true on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> um, everything's true in the Bible, you but know, not everything's true on the internet. Yeah, I, I have a a. That was a good blow. A my what? Oh, I was just <laughs> I was just watching. You be in the referee. I may be a biased referee here, but go ahead. I'm not going to get in. That's a good blow. No, no. Uh, we'll see. Continue okay. on. <laughs> yes. Boom. I can. I can see. This is going to be a fair fight. All right. So. Research shows, because I have this, like, uh, I have a major, my my bachelor's degree is a major in psycho in sociology, so I, I love research. Absolutely love research. You can't take me away from that. And research shows, just wait a minute, little Missy. Research shows that people who are superstitious have, are healthier because it, it reduces stress. Because it provides a sense of control. And it's harmless. It is totally harmless to believe in superstition. Uh, That's what research that. shows. Oh, I'm sorry. That's you know, uh, the Bible says in 1 Timothy 4, 7, have nothing to do with irreverent, silly myths. Rather, train yourself to be for godliness. Well, I can't help that. My You're healthier if you believe in God. No, my research because you know shows, what? Your stress goes away when you have somebody standing over your head taking care of all that stressful stuff. I'm just telling you, the research shows that if you believe that you're lucky, you will have a better but relationship. research isn't always you right. Harder. Do you know how many times research changes? Do you know how many times research will tell you one thing and then come back and say, that doesn't work anymore. We're changing it to something else. Boom. <laughs> okay, okay, girls. Back it up to the corners. Take your <laughs> breath. Get some water. All right. So what about this? Christian superstition. Look at the scar I put on your cheek. Oh, hey, I'm now. We got to let her speak. Thank you. <laughs> mm -hmm. Thank you. All right. So aren't Christians superstitious with reports of divine interventions like miracles or prayer? Huh? You said That's what? superstitious. Oh, you repeat that, please? I will. I have it right here. Aren't Christians superstitious? With reports of those divine interventions, they call prayers and miracles. That's superstitious because it's your belief in supernatural forces. Gotcha. No, we yeah. we know that prayer intervention works. We have proof of it. I'm we telling you, yeah. We have proof of it. It's not believing in something that doesn't work. When you believe in throwing salt over your shoulder and it don't work, and we believe in prayer and, and it's proved that it works. That's not superstitious. Superstition is something that doesn't work. But it's proven that Christians are superstitious because actually, by definition, the supernatural forces that you call for the Father, the Son, and the Holy, the Holy Spirit. Spirit actually answered that prayer or performed a miracle. 
he performed the miracle because he did it, but it isn't something that you're just faking up in your mind that didn't do it. When you have a superstitious thing that doesn't do the work, we have something that really does the work. Okay. So I, it ain't superstitious. Ours is reality. Prove it. Well, considering that when God said he would die on the cross to save us, and when you pray for him for healing and the healing actually happens, how many times have you prayed to your superstitious stuff and you actually got healing from it? Well, there's reports of it. <laughs> Prove it. I can go on the internet and get some. The internet, that's not proof. How about, how about you tell her about how in the Old Testament, so many prophecies that showed up and was true. 700 years, they said that Jesus is going to be. Okay, a wait a minute. This and is biased. The referee's giving Miss oh. Christianity hints. There's oh, proof, sorry. though. You don't have proof of your prophecies okay, of fine. your. All right. Okay. We have proof, written proof. Okay. How many times have you said this, Missy? <clears throat> Someone sneezed, and you said, God bless you. That began with that is a superstition. I can I can prove that. That's also prove. a blessing from well, a Christian. It says, let me tell you what it is. In sixth century Europe, people congratulated anyone who sneezed. They believed the person was expelling evil spirits. There you go. Evil spirits. And early Romans believed that a strong sneeze could release your soul into the world and a bless you would keep it safely at home. And in the, when the Black Plague hit Europe in 1665, the Pope required everyone to be blessed when they sneezed. He believed that a sneeze was a sign the person would likely die soon. So you have, I know you have, said, bless you, God bless you, when someone sneezed. That is a superstitious act. Yeah, that's a, super, that's a superstitious belief. But, that's an act. But it's when you tell hey, somebody. referee, don't I get a kaboom on my end? Um. No, maybe. When, <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> when when Christians tell someone to be blessed, they're asking God to bless them, and God does bless people. But a superstitious belief, I have it written down here somewhere about God. When we tell people, here it is. God bless you could be an appropriate response either way. But scripture also often speaks against interpretation of omens. Because, or at least encourages people to seek actual divine guidance because divine guidance is far better than an omen. Well, I and why would you want to open? So we can't say that it get well soon kind of bless you is acceptable, but the omen that's unlucky kind is not. So I still say that God bless you came from a superstition saying and the christian church romans the roman pope actually supported it that's catholics that's catholics it's ambiguous mm -hmm. when it comes to two of the sneeze being god good or bad it's an ambiguous saying so are we just settling on this one or did i win no you didn't win i think, I think when, I did. when christians say god bless you they want god to bless you it isn't it's an ambiguous saying well, I'm going to need a big scorecard for this one, aren't I, guys? No, I'm saying, boom, God can bless you. Oh, you're just going for the knockout, are you? Yeah. I'm saying I got you in the corner on that one, and you were riding. You were, I know what you, you were on the, on the um, ropes. You were on the ropes just trying to get me to wear down, and I'm no. not going to do it. Okay, let's go on. I think I won that one. Okay.
Do you know what? You may go on. Go ahead. Let's handle this one. Let me see. Let me pull one out of the hat here. Oh, I'm wearing black today because it's Friday the 13th. And I just thought it would be appropriate to celebrate in black. And I also. And you know what? I'm wearing black today because black doesn't bother me at all because well, I'm, I'm not superstition of black. Well, so it doesn't make me afraid to wear black. But do you know how many people are like going, ooh, it's Friday the 13th, something bad's going to happen. Yeah, and people that believe in it would be afraid to wear black. Okay, so what about what about the hotels and the buildings and all of that? They, don't, they skip the 13th floor. Some airlines don't even put a 13th row on their airplane. What about other stuff like that? Or, oh, I know, this one will get you a little Miss Chrissy. Okay, one version of the origin of the superstitious 13 was, do you remember Judas Iscariot? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, people claim that he was actually the 13th guest at the Last Supper, and Jesus was crucified on a Friday. Wow. So you have 13 and you have Friday. So you have Friday the 13th, all because of Judas Iscariot, who betrayed Jesus. Yeah, yeah, Friday the 13th. Yeah, yeah. Friday the 13th is not an unlucky day. Oh. Yeah, I can prove that. You know Go why? Because today's my anniversary. There's no way that today could be an unlucky day. Yeah. That's and you know saying. what? I got married on 13th. You know what? Today's Friday the 13th, and I'm sitting up. Doing well after surgery. Amen. And I'm here today. It's pretty lucky. That's a big. Oh, you believe in luck? Uh, I believe that God blessed me. Okay, well, don't put. God up. healed me, didn't He? Well, it's you... healing me right now. Okay, mm -hmm. whatever. And I didn't ask for good luck. I didn't ask for Friday the Thirteenth to be the day that I'm sitting here right now with you on a show. Yeah. Okay, and ladies. It's Friday okay. The Thirteenth. Okay. Okay. Boom. <laughs> Oh, she's got a lot of these booms coming out at she you over here. Definitely does, doesn't she? Okay, yeah, she what about, let me pick out another one because I have, oh, how about the, the old one about walking under oh. a ladder is bad luck. I thought that was just not very smart. Well, some people say it's bad luck <laughs> because the shape of a ladder like that is the shape of a triangle. And in, in, you know, in some mythologies, that is not a good thing. You can, it's a risk of awakening spirits that live within the triangle, including the evil spirits who may not be happy with the disturbance if you walk underneath the ladder in that triangle. Mm -hmm. Okay. Walking under a ladder, bad luck, huh? It's common sense to avoid walking under mm -hmm. an open ladder for the fear of something falling on you because, right. you know what, the ladder could be weak and fall on you. That's just smart sense to not walk under a ladder. But superstition reasons to avoid a ladder, that's kind of dumb because ladders are supposed to be for climbing up on to do work, you know. Yeah, the shape of an open I ladder is a them. triangle, which signif signifies life in some mythologies. I said that just a while yeah, ago. Yeah, I understand that. But a ladder has man-made ladders. So, And what did they make them for? Uh-oh. I thought you turned I thought I turned off. it off, too. 
So well, that's one, that's one point for you. About What's a ladder? That? A phone going off. A phone going off? That's the one point that we can give you on your scorecard so far. Okay, why did I get that point? So why did you get that point? Uh-huh. Just because you thought you turned it off. Oh, okay. It was bad luck, huh? <laughs> It's not bad luck. Somebody may need to be calling. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Uh, so, let's you see. Can... Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of Light, and who with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. So, God gives you either luck or no luck. God gives you everything you need to survive here on earth. So you believe that Christians have luck and no, and no, I believe Christians gifts come from God. You You don't have to worry about luck. I said, there's no luck or no, not luck. I said, your gifts come from God above. You have everything you need to live on earth. And so walking under a ladder, you're, you're not going to have that ladder fall on you unless God desires it to. Why would he want to bang me? He on? wouldn't. Oh, okay. That's why you just trust in God. You don't have to worry about that ladder falling on you. Boom. Okay. <laughs> what about breaking a mirror? You don't well, have to worry about one. that either. My mirror has broken, broken several times. I'm well, still here, ain't I? Yeah, but you have a broken arm. You want me to go down the list? Oh, honey, what do you got? You fell down a whole flight of stairs yeah, and landed in the basement. What did you get from Ding, ding, ding. No, below the belt hits here. This is Christianity versus the. There you go. Yeah. Nope. My broken arm has nothing to do with that. Okay. Luck or no luck. Okay. Fine. All right. We all have problems. We all get boo boos in life. You know that super in superstitious time that mirrors were thought to be reflections of the soul, and so breaking a mirror was believed to be harmful to the soul. And to end the chain of bad luck, take the broken mirror outside and bury it in the moonlight. Oh, really? That's what it says. Well, you know what? I don't have to bury my mirror in the moonlight. God bought me a new one. (laughs) He provided the money and I got a new one. Oh, well, how do you know it was from him? Because all good things come from the father of light. You keep using that. Well, it's a good scripture. Okay. 10 seconds, ladies. 10 seconds. Round to be over. (sighs) Okay. Well, I guess when we go to break, what during break? I'm going to be really doing some studying and get you. Okay. Y'all back up, get some water. Guys, we're going to go to break. We want to thank you for listening and remind you guys that y'all can go to Facebook, uh, godsgirls7.com to donate and abadaddygirls.com. We appreciate you guys listening and we look forward to you guys and we'll be right back for round two. Thank you. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Look for Annette and Myrna's book, Turning the Curse into a Blessing, a Testimony of God's Healing Power. The book elucidates the journey of how Annette Smith gained healing from living as a child and other people. The book is available through Amazon.com in both paperback and Kindle formats. Anyone who is looking for guidance from God and feeling that life is hopeless should read this book, Turning the Curse into a Blessing, a Testimony of God's Healing Power. Find it today. Abba Daddy House Incorporated was founded by Myrna Thatcher and Annette Smith. We provide pro bono counseling for those caught in the insurance gap. 
We also provide basic needs for those who have great difficulty making it from one month to the next. Donations for expanding our business are always appreciated. Remember Philippians 4, verse 3. Yes, and I ask you, my true companion, help these women since they have contended at my side in the cause of the gospel. Visit AbadaddyHouse.org. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Abba Daddy Girls Speak Out. To reach our program today, please call one 888 346-9141 That's 1-888-346-9141 You may also send an email to abadaddyhouse7 at gmail.com Now, back to Myrna and Annette Hello, thank you for coming back Now we're going to hit round two We got these guys worked up here and they're ready and we got some bumps and some bruises but I think everybody is still <laughs> being kind of nice Okay, okay, so you guys ready? I'm ready. Are you ready, Miss Chris? I'm Chrissy? ready. Ding. Okay. okay, there Let we the go. Let's begin. All right. I think I might approach the one about um, finding a horseshoe. Oh, finding a horseshoe. It, it means if you find a horseshoe, it's a, the the horseshoe itself is a is a symbol of luck, especially if you find one with an open end pointing towards you. What do you think about that, little Miss Chrissy? Well, you know what I think? I feel sorry for the horse who lost his shoe. Well, there's lots of horseshoes that you can just take off. Yeah, but what's that horseshoe going to do for us? And the Bible says superstition is based on ignorant faith of an object having magical powers. And another word for superstition is idolatry. Oh. So that must mean the Bible does the Bible does not support the idea of things occurring by chance, but nothing is done outside of the God's sovereign control. Either he causes or allows everything in keeping his divine plan. Well, what about those people that have their horseshoe, you know, like above their doors? They have a horseshoe as you enter. They believe that I that that brings good luck for everyone living there. And this is another one about the horseshoe that I learned, that the number of nails left on an abandoned horseshoe reveal how many years of good luck are coming your way. Well, you know, that's pretty that good way. for man, the ones that don't believe in God, because there are many types of superstitions in the world, ranging from bending, such as not walking under a ladder, to occult practices of astrology, uh, black magic, deviation, voodoo, and sorcery. Mm -hmm. Scripture commands those who practice astrology in Deuteronomy 4.19, magic div divin divination, divination? Mm -hmm. and sorcery in Kings, 2 Kings 21.6, Isaiah 2.6, idolatry is also forbidden, and no one who practices it will enter the kingdom of God. 
Oh, well, I don't do some of those things. Well, you do any of it. You still won't enter the kingdom of God. Oh, well, I'll have to think about that one. That's, I know. So, you, did you know that um, because superstition relies on unseen focuses, atheists who believe there is no God and agnostics who doesn't know whether there is a God often consider anyone who believes in God as superstitious. Well, and you know what? Revelations 21, 27, these types of practices are extremely dangerous. That means, you know. Wait a minute. You need to address, you need to address what I just said about <laughs> the atheists and the agnostics. The atheists and, and the agnostics, agnostics. They often consider anyone who believes in God as superstitious. Well, you know, that's pretty dangerous for them to think that because they're thinking of superstition and putting it back on us, trying to tell us that we're superstitious. Because you believe in God. Uh-huh. Because they are that because you're believing in a supernatural force. Well, they remember kind of the don't. Holy Spirit and Jesus and God. That's that supernatural force you mentioned at the top of the show. Because they want to cut down what they don't understand. No, an atheist believe doesn't believe there's no God, so there's nothing to understand and an agnostic. Agnostic, you know, they don't really care, I guess, whether there's a God or not. Mm -hmm. They're just cutting down what they don't understand because God is real. Not to them. I understand that. Do I get a point, Mr. Referee? That was a good question. Is that a good question? That was a good question. Do you think she answered it adequately? Well, I think she's still getting to it, but I think there will be a good answer. Peter 5.8 warns us to be self-controlled and alert because the devil is prowling around, and that's Part of the devil prowling around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. And I think devil's trying to devour us with that with that one. And I refuse to answer anything that's not of God. And that's not of God. Oh, you cowered out, huh? No, I didn't. No, that's what Christians do all the time. You know what God did when people threw things at him that he didn't have to answer? He lowered his head like this and he never answered. And that's where I'm going. Okay, fine. You just cower out then. I don't get the blow. Okay, fine. What about this one? Opening an umbrella inside the house or inside a building. It seems, you know, like a no-brainer that opening a building inside brings bad luck since it presents, you know, you could break something, which that's what I would do, or poke somebody in the eye, which I've done that. Even outside, I've poked you with an umbrella. Well, I think opening an umbrella in the house doesn't have to do with luck. It has to do with common sense. You open an umbrella in the house, you could poke somebody in the eye. That's not luck. That's smarts. But they're talking about the superstition that you make the sun god angry. And so the sun god... God says in the Bible to have no other gods before him. And so why would you make a sun god angry when there is no other god but God? The Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. That's the only god there is. Well... So I have to worry. I don't have to worry about opening an umbrella in the house to make a sun god mad when I don't have a sun god. So what would you say to people that that if they open an umbrella, oh, my gosh, because they believe that it will signify impending death or ill fortune for both the person who opened it and for the people who live in the house? I would say, you know, learn who Jesus is, acquire Jesus in your heart, and then open the umbrella and find out that it doesn't work. Okay, I have one. We were told. How about this one? We were told. Wait a minute. I got one more to tell you. Okay. If God is for us, who could be against us? What can ever 
be against us. God is in control of all situations. Never, ever put your faith in silly myths, astrologies, or other demonic things, because that's a demonic thing, like witchcraft, craft. But put your faith in Christ alone. Wait a minute. Okay. That's a good point. But okay. So we had this person, and this is a true story, and you'll remember it because it didn't happen that long ago. Uh, there was a bat in the church. Yes, there was. And do you know what? That a person told us that what that, that represented. Somebody was going to die. And that person died. No, it didn't. He, she didn't. She didn't die on the week that she said they were going to die. She said that meant the next day someone's going to die. She didn't die until months later. It was months? Yeah. Oh, she thought, just died not too long ago. She died September 9th. Yeah. And the bat was in that church week, months before that. Oh, okay. All right. So she didn't die when she said, she said that the bat was in the church that day. Someone's going to die the next day. But hold on. Wasn't there probably more variables to the story than what? Is being told anyway. There's a bat in the church. The lady may have been ill or something, may have been go, something going on. She has cancer. And she said, we told her there was a bat in our church. Mm-hmm. She said, that means that someone was going to die the next day. And she thought it was her. She was going to die. Well, she didn't die till just a little while ago. So what you're saying is she died at the right perfect time that God wanted her to come That's home? That's right. Oh, okay. I was just wondering. How can, how can I win with a referee that's a little biased? Yes. Uh, have you ever watched a clean fight on TV? Well, no. That I know of. All right. How about this one? Look. 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 Okay. So I wore a cross intentionally today. You guys, you wore a cross. He even has a cross on. I do. Okay. And mine so, has my Lord with me. Yeah, but he died. He's off the cross. How do you know that? Because Are you admitting that God is no, off the cross? That's because somebody said Did that. Did she not say that? Somebody said it. And you believe it? No, I just said it. I didn't believe it. I just said it. I think so, we're turning you over to us. I don't think about that. All right. So, but this is, this can be, you said earlier, no idols or no, other, no other gods idol. before you. Yeah. You Christians wear this stuff around like all the time and I just, I mean, you got tattoos of crosses. I've seen tattoos. I've seen crosses on people that I'm thinking, if that person's a Christian, whoa. I like that question. And what's the question? I'll heard her say statements. So, Go ahead, referee. So the question is, is if you're wearing a cross, are you worshiping that cross? Is no. that something that you're putting before God or are you worshiping? It depends him? on what people are doing. Are they praying to that cross? I don't wear my cross all the time. I wear it once in the blue moon. I wore it today because of what we're doing. So most of the time I wear like other necklaces. I don't wear a cross very often at all. Okay. But other people wear them. I've, most people probably don't even pay attention to them hardly. But I've seen people. So what does the cross mean to you Christians? The cross means that God paid the price for us, for our sins. He went to a cross and died for us. And that hurts my heart. I had to make him go to a cross and die for my sins. That's an awful price he had to pay for me. I love God. Jesus paid an awful price for my sins. And I try every day not to to make him hurt. I try not to sin so I don't send him 
give him a reason to have to pay for my sins again. Okay. So you mean he can go to the cross again? No, but he could be, he could hurt. I can make him hurt. Mm -hmm. Do you ever make your mother and father hurt Mm -hmm. by, by doing things wrong? Mm -hmm. Well, God is my father. Jesus is my father. And when I do things wrong, it hurts his heart. And I don't ever want to hurt his heart because he came down without it. Nobody asked him to. Well, I wrote a poem about, about his father asking him to come down and, and stand in place of us. And he did it freely. It was a free gift to us. Yeah, but I see these crosses everywhere. I, and I see people doing things that, like crosses in homes. And I see they things do go it on. to tell the unsaved what a price God paid for No, I'm us. talking about people in the home, in this house, that are doing, I mean, I mean, I'm not perfect, that's for sure. But these people are really doing things that I think if they have that cross up there, I don't want to be a, not if they're having that cross because, you know, that not cross. Not everybody says, who says, Lord, Lord, is Christians. You've got to understand everybody has fallen short of the glory of God. So just because they have a cross, it doesn't really mean anything. Not always. You, don't, you can't judge people. Only God can judge people. You need to judge your own heart. And let God judge you. Well, let I just God look at judge their the actions. others. Don't look at other people. Look at your own heart. Okay, fine. Let God be the judge of everybody else. That's good there, too. Because, you know, I mean, I see these these rosaries hanging on, like, car mirrors and stuff. So, And then I see road rage. And I'm thinking. But see, if you're point. without sin, you can cast the first stone. That's mm. what the Bible says. Was that below the belt? No. Uh, that was straight in the nose. <laughs> because you know what? What? God doesn't want us to be down here to be judges of other people. Because if we, if we don't have sin, then we can judge other mm-hmm. people. But there's only one man that ever lived on earth that was able to judge other people. And you're going to say it was Jesus. That's right. Okay. Well, all right. Knock on wood. Oh, How many times have you well, said give that? Me your head, so you can knock on. <laughs> well, that's what people ding, do. Ding, ding, that was kind of below the belt. <laughs> I don't have a whistle, guys. So, because I mean, people do that, or they go, to, they say, "Knock on wood," and they go to a, like a wooden table and knock on wood. I've seen people do that. But you know what? No, that's just for fun. Sometimes when people do that, they're choking around. People don't really think if you knock on wood, you're going to have good luck. Well. Well, some people may. Let me tell you where people think this custom originated from. Are you ready for this one? I don't know. I don't know which one you're Originated with Christians offering thanks for good fortune with this jester to Jesus Christ who died on a cross made from wood. So there's a superstition that came straight. And you were talking about your Jesus dying on a cross and it was made of wood. And so they knock on wood. Okay, wait a minute, Mr. Referee. Okay. Was that, do I get any points for that? That was pretty good. That was pretty good. I've never heard the the knock on wood and where that came from. I've done my homework. But remember, I like Jeremiah 10 2. Thus saith the Lord, lean not to our own understanding. Mm -hmm. Learn not the ways of the nation, nor be dismayed at the signs of the heavens because the nations are dismayed at them. But we do not need to be conformed to the way of the world, 
but mm-hmm. be transformed by the renewing of our minds that by testing, you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable practices. So what, what does that have perfect? to do with knocking on wood because Jesus died because on Because knocking on wood is a man thing. We don't do what man does. We do what God wants us to do. But he died on the cross, like you so said. So what? That doesn't make the cross a lucky thing for us. What does it make it? It makes it God saved us. He died on a cross. Man put him on that cross. Mm-hmm. God didn't put himself on the cross. Man put him there. Okay. And Fine. that cross is made out of a regular old tree like any other tree. That make that cross lucky for us. Okay. You know what's lucky for us? What? God chose to save us. And that's luck? I thought Christians didn't believe in luck. That may, That is the best luck we ever had is oh. that God chose to come down and save us. Otherwise, we would have been lost forever. All right. So. That about- time I can say we had luck. We had a father that loved us enough to choose to come down and give us a free gift. And you know what that free gift is? What? Salvation. Okay. Well, we can talk about salvation later. Um, <laughs> I want to talk We're going to need to get a bigger room no. if we keep doing this. Okay. Okay. So. I, um, I want to talk about um, tossing the salt over your shoulder. Mm. And do you know what? And that has to do with superstition. That has to do with your religious stuff because you've already said in all your little arguments there about demons and the devil and all of that. Yep. And what that is, is if you toss a pinch of salt over your, over your shoulder, it has to be your left shoulder. That the devil, because it says the devil is always standing behind you and throwing salt in his eye distracts him from causing trouble. Okay, there you go. You talked yeah. about the devil first. You brought him up. So that's mm-hmm. the devil is always behind you and you throw the salt in his eyes and it messes him up. So there you go. Well, you know what? If people would be sober minded. Sober? Okay. Yeah. Be sober minded. Be watchful. Because you know what? The devil, he he prowls around. He doesn't stay behind you. He prowls around. And the Bible says this in 1 Peter 5, 8, in the English standard, standard version of the Bible, says the devil prowls around like a roaring lion. How many roaring lions walk behind you? Well, sometimes if they are going to get you as their prey, they do walk behind you. Uh, they usually hide around like in a mountain or something, they hide behind the mountain waiting to see where you're at. And then they prowl, they strike at you. They don't walk behind you. They're always hiding, checking, watching. They don't walk behind you okay? because they are afraid of being shot themselves. Mm-hmm. They wait and pounce on you. I have never seen a roaring lion walk behind you, following you, waiting for the salt to be thrown in their eye. They are like, the devil is like a roaring lion. Okay, okay, ladies. Let's separate it up. Let's take a break. And Sid. he's always seeking. She, 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 okay. she can't. She just can't. All right, back it up. Me. Get on your benches. Let's get yeah. some water to drink. Okay. We're going to get ready, get ready for round three when we come back from break. But once again, we just wanted to uh, let you know about the websites again. You can jump on there to abadottygirls.com or jump on Facebook and look at godgirls7.com and Any donations are appreciated. We appreciate all you listeners. We'll be right back after this break. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. 
Abba Daddy House Incorporated was founded by Myrna Thatcher and Annette Smith. We provide pro bono counseling for those caught in the insurance gap. We also provide basic needs for those who have great difficulty making it from one month to the next. Donations for expanding our business are always appreciated. Remember Philippians 4, verse 3. Yes, and I ask you, my true companion, help these women since they have contended at my side in the cause of the gospel. Visit AbbaDaddyHouse.org. Look for Annette and Myrna's book, Turning the Curse into a Blessing, a Testimony of God's Healing Power. The book elucidates the journey of how Annette Smith gained healing from living as a child and other people. The book is available through Amazon.com in both paperback and Kindle formats. Anyone who is looking for guidance from God and feeling that life is hopeless should read this book, Turning the Curse into a Blessing, a Testimony of God's Healing Power. Find it today. You need to live up to your full potential. You've heard that for years, but now there's a channel to help you get there. Introducing the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Our listeners have told us that they want to be motivated, hear about success stories, and positive encouragement around the clock. And we've responded to you. The Voice America Empowerment Channel is the home of the world's top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success experts. Listen to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's here at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to Abba Daddy Girls Speak Out. To reach our program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to abadaddyhouse7 at gmail.com. Now, back to Myrna and Annette. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the final round right here for today's bout. We have Christianity versus a Superstition, and this is the round three and the final round. You ladies ready? We Remember, are. no ready. punches below the belt. Okay. Let's make it a clean round. Okay. Let's wrap this up. All right. See, I got a bruise right there. Yeah. So I want you to show. I want you to see that, Mister Referee. Okay. It already looks and like I, it had stitches in it. And I have a tear because I'm crying for the unsaved. Okay. Oh. All right. All right. I'm ready. All right. Black cats. What? Black cats. What about them? They're bad luck. <laughs> I've had black cats, and I haven't had no bad luck. For we do not wrestle with against flesh and blood, but against every ruler against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over the present darkness, against the spiritual forces and the evil mm-hmm. in the heavenly places. If, if we're against evil forces in the heavenly realms, how can a black cat on earth be, against, be bad for us? Do you know who Hitler it was? Uh, yeah. Do you know who um, Napoleon Bonaparte was? Yeah. They were great warriors. Okay, I don't agree with what they did, but they were great warriors. They were both afraid of black cats. And you know what? What? They both had devils in them. (laughs) Well, I can't argue with that. All right. Ephesians 6.12 says we're not not fighting against flesh and blood. So that means Hitler and Satan. Bonaparte was flesh and blood. And we weren't fighting them. We were fighting what was the evil spirits inside them. them. Okay. But. Some people believe that after seven years, which is that 
black cats turn into witches or demons. Well, you, well, wait, you said you had your black cats. How old were they? Did they die early or? Oh, what they lived to, to be about 12 years old. So at seven years, they didn't turn into a witch or a demon. I know that you didn't. must have had a default one or a defect. I only had a couple of black cats. I had one when I was a little girl. And that cat was the most gentle, loving cat I ever had. And it was very loving and kind. Even after seven years, huh? Yeah. It lived to be 12 years old. Wow. You guys were able to keep it around that long. Okay. Yeah. What about the lucky penny? What about the lucky penny? Mm-hmm. Well, lucky penny. Find a penny. Pick you know up. why they have a penny being lucky? Because it has no sense. <laughs> oh. Okay, referee. Come on. What about that one? What about that one? Maybe we need that one on a joke day. That was a good. I like it. I'll tell that one. You got to be a sober mind, honey. Be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, and he's going to get you on everything. If he uses a penny, he uses a penny. God doesn't want us to have anything but him in our life. Okay. So I want to ask you this. Uh, how many times as a little girl, I'm going to do two of them. Okay. As a little girl, were you superstitious? No. All right. So how many times as a little girl, I'll tell you when I, what, you, what I remember, cause I don't remember I a whole lot of my childhood. Did you look in the clover for a four leaf clover? Mm, good None. question. None. I wasn't allowed out of the house that much. You never looked for a four leaf clover. No, and I can tell you I never found one because I never looked. What about wishing upon a falling star? Or wishing upon a star, and the falling star was the best to wish upon. I've never wished upon a falling star. I have prayed before when I've seen a falling star and asked God that what does it mean, but I never knew what it meant, as and a, then you told me. As a little girl, you never wished upon a star. I never knew you were supposed to wish upon them. Really? She must have never heard that song, Wish Upon a Falling Star, or whatever it is. Uh, Pastor should be I here. Had a very, I had a very tight yes, childhood, you, you know. <laughs> but wishing on a star is, is for the best chance for you for a wish to come true. And then, of course, the four-leaf clover. But my wishes don't come true. My prayers come true. I've always, since a little girl, I've always prayed to God, and I had some pretty profound miracles happen yes, in my life. Yes, you did. Mm-hmm. But, you know... Even today, when you go sh- around um, St. Patrick's Day and stuff, everybody, you know, you, everybody looks at the four-leaf clover. Do you ever see me with a four-leaf clover? No. How long have you known me? Um, 20 years. Yeah, 20 years. And how long have you known I've had God with me? 20 years. <laughs> it's an awesome life to have God mm-hmm. in your life. It is. He has... He has done so much in my life. And the most awesome thing he ever did is bring you in my life. I miss superstitious, so I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> Satan has come to deceive the world. That's right. Much of the world. He doesn't even he doesn't even know he ex- and people don't even know he exists. The world, there's a lot of people in the world that doesn't know he exists. In fact, he has blinded the eyes of those who are lost, so they cannot see him. That's right. And you know what? That's the most favorite thing he likes to do is through mediums and spiritualists and and all these superstitious things. He did much evil in the eyes around 
of the world, the Lord arouses, it arouses God's anger. Mm-hmm. In Colossians 2, 8 and 10, see to it that no one enslaves you through philosophy and empty deceit, according to human traditions, according to the basic principles of the world, and not according to the Messiah, because all the essence of deceit inhabits him in bodily form and you have been filled by him who is head of every ruler now get this god is head of every ruler and authority that means even of four leaf clovers and all of the um superstition yes all the superstitions and all of the authorities god's head of all that so do you think a christian should believe in superstitions no so it's wrong. Why would you believe in the superstition stuff when you have God to, to do everything for you? He is the most powerful thing there is on earth. And God is love. And you know what? Superstition is part of Satan. So Superstition can I? is the devil. And what does the devil come to do? Kill, steal, Kill, and, destroy. Steal and destroy. John 10, 10. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And why would, why would you go with that when you got God who come to, what did he come to do? Prosper and to save you and to help you and to love you and to save you. God saves your life. Mm-hmm. And he's nothing but love. I don't understand how anybody would would go to the devil and want to live a life of hell. And when you're on earth, people say to me all the time that they don't want to accept God. How could they not want to accept love? Love is awesome. It's the most awesome thing you could ever get. They asked me to prove that God's real. Accept him in your heart and you'll find out. Because I have had God since I was 10 years old. And yeah, I've had a hard life. But you know what? There's nothing better than the love of God. Nothing. He is real. Mm-hmm. He is real. So so let me let me say something as a referee here. I think we've got the ballots in here, and I think it's it was pretty one-sided here. No offense. <laughs> I think Christianity comes over the top with a KO every time. Mm -hmm. And something that I just want to shoot out there is, you know, in Romans 12 and the first two verses there, it says, don't be uh, conformed to the world, but be transformed by the, by the word. And if any of the viewers have any questions about today's, I just want to invite them to email you guys. And if it's addressed to me, I'd be able to, I'd love to reach out and to help these guys. But I don't think there's anything that can stand up to the power of scripture. And in each one of these subjects that were brought up today, the answer is in the scripture from the front mm-hmm. to the back. And somewhere there's something that's brought up. So people always try to say, well, the Bible was written so long ago, but we can apply it to every day. Yep. And, and that shows her love for God. Every time she talks in the passion, just look at her the way she gets up. And I know that you're just as much of a believer as the rest of us sitting here at this table but it's just such a joy and an honor to be able to sit down and talk and, and know that we can do that. So our God's a loving God. He's a forgiving God. And I'm thankful when people ask me that he's chosen me. Mm-hmm. I say that. Yeah. And then people go, well, how do I know if he's chosen me? I don't know if he's chosen you or not. Are you a Christian? If they say no, well, then he hasn't chosen you. But let me tell you one thing. He will never turn away anybody that's that right. seeks him. That's right. So that's me as the referee just wanting to put a little bit in there. But uh, I think this was some good rounds and some good things going on here. So is there any closing arguments, the last questions or anything like that that you guys would want to say? I know I want to tell everybody out there that, you know, if you don't have God in your life, seek him. 
because God won't leave you. He won't forsake you. God loves you. He loves everyone. And he hasn't come back right now because he, his want is that every one of us finds God. Yep. He wants mm-hmm. everybody to know him. He doesn't want not one person to perish. That's right. And I know how much God loves people. He wants us to choose him. Yeah. That's, that's the thing. He really wants us yeah. to choose him. When you choose God, it's just, it's so wonderful to be able to see. And then you have just this testimony and then that's the gifts. God gives you gift or gifts once you accept him and you'll be able to use that. You two ladies use y'all's gifts every day here at GCC. And I appreciate what you guys do. I'm so glad that the surgeries, I'm glad you're back, you know, and I'm glad things will be getting going, but you guys truly have some spiritual gifts that y'all share. Thank you, William. Mm Mm-hmm. So superstition is not for Christians. Faith in Jesus Christ is for Christians. Well, superstition is not even real. I mean, no, it's not. You, you, you can't believe in a lucky penny or wishing on a star. A star is just a star. Yep. It's just what God created. Exactly. Everything it's a creation. What God created. How can you believe that a penny is lucky? It has no sense. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it don't make no sense. You proved that. <laughs> You know, we we pick up when we we do pick up pennies, and we call them our Abba Daddy House pennies, and we put them in a jar. Yeah, and then they, they are, do. They they're there for God to use. Mm-hmm. They're God's pennies. Yep. They're not lucky pennies. Nope. But we do want to tell the listeners out there that superstitions, a lot of them, even though no matter where they come from, are harmless, fun little things. Picking up the penny, yeah. um, doing something like that, you know, is not a is saying God bless you as somebody sneezes. Of course, God, you want God, God to, bless to bless everybody. Mm-hmm. I say that after I get off the phone. Well, God bless you. Or mm-hmm. at the end of my uh, emails mm-hmm. or something like that. So not all things, even though they may have been distorted or twisted or turned, whatever, aren't in a bad nature. It's a, it's a thing of the heart. Exactly. It's a, it's a way the of the heart, the mm-hmm. attitude that you use it in. And my wish is that everyone would get to know God mm-hmm. because the Lord is so awesome. And when he talks to you, it's so loving. When God speaks to me, I, I, I have nothing I want in life, nothing. Because when he talks to me, it's so wonderful. Mm-hmm. I love it. I, I want every day for God to talk to me because mm-hmm. I've heard him speaking. And when he speaks to me, I stop everything. And I mm-hmm. say, yes, Lord. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. I love it when God talks to me. So we so. just suggest that, you know what, if you're a Christian, Watch what you read. Watch what you watch. Mm-hmm. Oh, I turned TV on. I have a minute. I turned TV on last night, and there was this man telling this younger man that even Lucifer does, didn't trust God. And I'm thinking, what in the world did I just turn on? Yeah. And so watch what you watch. But well, Lucifer watch. was arrogant. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The only one he trusted was himself. No lie. But before, so, we, before we run out with the last 30 mm-hmm. seconds here, I just want to remind the viewers again, just email if you have questions. Uh, we'd love to sit down, talk to you, email you, call you, whatever it is you need. I want to thank you guys again. I don't know if you guys want me to yep. bring it out. Go ahead. Close it out. Uh, we, we want to thank the listeners all around the world that you guys are listening to these two ladies here and to remind you that donations are welcome. Uh, whatever is on your heart to give. And there's the ways that you do it is on the Facebook, GodGirls7.com. The website is AbadaddyGirls.com. Or they're on Voice America. They have a link and a button that you put. Abadaddygirls.live. Any donations are helpful. We want God bless each and every one of you guys. And hope to see you on the next episode.
Thank you for being here this week. Be sure to join hosts Annette Smith and Myrna Thatcher for another edition of Abadaddy Girls Speak Out next Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Enjoy the upcoming weekend. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com.